the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Use of the And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Okay. We got a little extra music there, did we, Milton? Yeah, a little bit. It's all but one button. <laughs> all right, welcome to the show on a chilly... And there's so many buttons. It's a chilly day. It's a chilly day. Oh. Ah, y'all oh. have already had your chili. And you have, too. Yes, it's good chili. Uh, we want to welcome you to the show. We've got all kinds of fun activities here. Uh, happening here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. This is the annual open house weekend. So today, Saturday, is always the traditional day. With uh, We've got carolers from the uh, Fiesta City Chorus, and we've got... Uh, you mean those young ladies like uh, uh-huh. Grace was talking about the other day? Yep, they'll be up here in a little while singing for us. They've even got a Millburgers Christmas carol they do. All right. And uh, let's see, what else do we have? Um, we've got Santa. We got corn. Did you mention corn? Yeah, but Santa takes oh, yeah. billing over corn. Oh, yeah. They were lined up. When I got yeah. here, they were lined up. And again, I, uh, I stopped by and scared a few kids so they wouldn't smile. You know. <laughs> it's, it's, that's nice. Because, yeah, all you, if, if you're sitting on the porch with us, all, 
Oops, sorry, Calvin. There you go. This would be all right if there wasn't all these Christmas trees and everything in the way. Uh, Calvin. Yeah, but you got your milkweed. See, I put that oh, by yeah. you. Yeah. Isn't that pretty milkweed? Yeah, that's beautiful. Tropical milkweed. Hey, but, but really, the Christmas trees are spectacular. Yeah. Oh, the oh, did you did you park in the back and walk through the? I did. Oh, yeah. That fragrance is wonderful. Isn't it nice? Yeah. You know, we talk about it's easy to make a choice. Because every tree is perfect. Every one but, is perfect. But I, can you can we hear? Yep, you got it. Okay, but that, uh, there was a couple back there, and he looked at me, and we knew exactly we we're thinking the same way. He says, "There's too many good-looking trees to make a choice. <laughs> it's hard to make a choice, so you just may as well just blind your eyes and pick." pick. Yeah, as I was walking up, there was a lady that. Uh, there was about five or six uh, Christmas trees. I mean, they looked like twins. They were identical. And she she walked by the first three, and stopped at the fourth one. Mm-hmm. Started looking at it, you know, looking back and forth at it. And I started to stop and ask her. I said, "Now, why is this one different than the 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 three identical ones that you just walked by?" And they were all the same price and the same size and height and everything. But uh, I, I guess they, they just kind of called your name, you know. I think so. Ooh. We've seen that before, though, where, uh, like Trace was saying, it's the first one they see, and then they'll kind of walk away from yeah. it and go check on the other ones, and they come back. And there may be a, <laughs> a subtle difference between the, uh, the four. Uh, listen, let me tell you what else is going on, and then we're going to talk to Phil. We've got the roasted corn, the chili. Uh, we've got caroling. We have got pictures with Santa. Balloon artist is here having a good time. Face painting. Roasted corn. Lots of kids eating the roasted corn. We'll have to get some roasted corn in a little while. <laughs> anyway, uh, the little red choo-choo you'll hear chugging around the nursery in a little while. And uh, we're going to talk to Phil now at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Wassel, you didn't say Wassel. I didn't say Wassel yet. Hot chocolate, popcorn. Yep. Hi, Phil. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Thank you very much. I wish I were there with you guys. Sound like you're having a great time, and it's a beautiful day, too. Oh, isn't it pretty? It's absolutely it, gorgeous. Come on by, sure Phil. Is. Okay, well, I got a little problem with with some viburnum sanguinqua. Oh, this was this was planted back in 2010. It's beside a back porch under an overhang. It was all very healthy until probably about the spring of this year, and then parts began to die out. Where I had whole limbs that would die, and they would be on the same branch, on the same trunk as a live branch, and then you know. It, it just would suddenly die out. The um, the leaves turn kind of a rusty color, and then kind of caloric in other areas, and then they develop some circle areas that die out, leaving them brown and brittle, and they hang on the limb. And the only thing I can do is just cut the whole limb off, because the whole one, whole limb is dead. What is there any? Got? Well, the, the the one thing I've seen, if they're not, if it takes them a long time to get established, and then if they're in the middle of a drought, they'll they'll uh, be subjected to damage from drought. But 2010, that's a that's uh, seven years. They should be in good shape. Is yeah. there is there any way that they uh, the water situation changed that it stayed soggy there that the drainage changed or that nope. uh, there was a leak in the sprinkler system or anything? Yeah, the uh, the beds are raised bread. There's uh, no sprinkler system. 
Um, and, you know, this viburnum, when it starts getting dry, it gets droopy. So, um, you know, it gives me a signal to go ahead and water it. Yeah, long, but, uh, yeah, long signal, too. I, I've got a, it's one of my favorite shrubs, too. I've got quite a few of yeah. the Sandanqua. Uh, so, hmm. um, you know, I, and it, and it gets watered, it gets a good watering, and, you know, then the water drains out because the bed's raised, and then, uh, you know, suddenly this dead stuff comes up. I, and there, I it's not a, it's not a, a full plant dying, and there's no root rot or anything showing up. I don't think so, because the whole plant doesn't die, it's just, just dying back uh. my limbs, and then when I cut it out, I'm getting fresh new growth coming back out, you know, from the base. Well, that's good. Now, when you cut it out, do you do you see a blackened, uh, sunken area from where where the limb is dying all the way to where the limb is healthy? Have you, you know, have you noticed a, a blackened a, a part of the the stem that you cut off? I haven't right where you cut that. it off. Yeah, I haven't I haven't noticed that where I where I cut it off. The uh, the limb is dead, you know, all the way through. It's um, it's okay, it's, but it's it, it's not black at the bottom or sunken at the bottom. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, what, I'm what I'm getting at is there's, there's cankers that, that and, get, and it's not usual for viburnum, but it yeah, could could be. For That's anything. the only thing I can think of. Yeah, kill that away. Yeah, that mm-hmm. way. yeah. The the drought the dryness is is. Uh, Number the first suspect, and then the sogginess second, and then looking at some uh, some kind of a canker fungal or viral. Yeah, there's nothing bacteria. you can do for those cankers. It, uh, when uh, when the limbs die, you've had several limbs die, right? Yeah, I have. I have. They don't die all at once, do they? No, they uh, they die back. They go into decline. Yeah. How many and do you I'm have? I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at it right now, and I see it. it the, the bark it looks a little dark. I mean, yeah, not, that's what that's it, what I'm going after. It's not healthy looking bark. It just it looks a little little black, but there's not a it's not really a black sunken. It's just the bark turns kind of dark where it's died. So okay, okay, take a take a knife uh, on the part that you've cut off where the where the bark is kind of dark. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and slice slice the uh, the bark off. In other words, okay. you know, g- generally slice the bark off to see if it's black beneath that. See if it's underneath dark the bark. black beneath okay. that. Now, okay. all of this, and if that's the trick, if that's the case, the next time you have a, if you have another branch die, mm-hmm. uh, cut it several inches beyond where it dies. Mm-hmm. Understand what I'm saying? In other yeah, words, cut it back. Cut it back where is so that I'm in the healthy, healthy area. Absolutely, that's a mm-hmm. good way to put it. How many plants mm-hmm. do you have, Phil? Well, let's that's see. Seven. I got about I got about seven of them here. Okay, and they all yeah. doing that or just one? No, they're uh, they're a series of three that are doing that, and then the other uh, four are pretty healthy right now. Huh. Yeah, I, I I think I'm with. Jerry, there, yeah. Take. It sounds like you've got a healthy root system, so mm-hmm. I would be, I'd be quick, quick to do the, the pruning. Okay. Uh, and see if you can't, and especially since it sounds like they're growing back well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
There's nothing you can spray or, or prevent the, if it is that canker. There's nothing you can spray to prevent that. And then okay, it's it's, it's systemic or yeah endemic in the in the plant. And just mm-hmm. just as a just as a secondary, kind of uh, do a little search of your soil in there and make sure it's not 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 drying out or it's not soggy for some reason. Okay, all right. Keep let keep us informed if you don't mind. Okay, but there's nothing I can nothing I can spray on it to or or feed it systemically to uh, to no help fight no the, not a, not a, not if it's a, mm-hmm. a disease. Yeah. Okay. I did give it. I have given all the plants uh, this fire uh, tree and shrub systemic. You know, it's, but that's an insecticide. It's not a. It's it's not right. It's got it has got some fertilizer in it. So right. You know. Yeah. Don't over, yeah. Don't over fertilize them. They're not. They're not the fastest growing plants. Yeah, when you put not. when you when you put the water in and around the shrub, do you did you do you say it runs out the bottom? Uh, it's a pretty big bed, so yeah. I mean, it it the bed is a good two feet, you know, thirty inches above the uh, the ground level. Yeah. Do you water at the base of the the shrub? Yeah, how, I do. Let's see. How old did you say it was? Uh, These seven, are seven years. years old. Oh, okay, okay. It's got its root system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that was my first reaction because that, you know, they're slow to get established. Yeah. And then when, when then during that droughty period, we saw them along with hollies, mm-hmm. uh, plants that that are generally real drought tolerant that w- were subject to da- damage, mm-hmm. and just just mm-hmm. exactly the symptom you described, Phil. They. Once they signaled them, and if you didn't respond to the signal, they started to decline. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Thanks, Phil. If I'm, if I'm looking for black bark, if I'm looking for black under the bark, that's the canker. Otherwise, uh, there's nothing I can do other than maybe, uh, like you say, uh, dig around the base and make sure that um, you haven't got a dry that, root ball. Yeah. Yeah, that I haven't got a dry root ball. Wonderful. Thank you very much, guys. Okay. Right. Thanks for calling, Phil. Sorry, we had to. Good luck, Phil. Couldn't fix you. All right, 210, oops, sorry, Phil, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. And Trace has taken a break from helping people find Christmas trees <laughs> to come on up for a minute. There's, There's got to be the littlest Christmas tree in the place right there out in front of us, a sheer oh. rosemary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cute, though. It is cute. And is that one on sale? Uh, sure. Yeah, it's the... the Topiary Christmas tree. That's right. Living Christmas tree. Well, Trace, welcome to the porch. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. I, I had, You've been busy. I couldn't, I couldn't hear all the the viburnum part, but should he use a sterilized printers in between cuts? Or yeah. Not? Well, yeah. Because if he cuts into an affected part by accident, he... I don't... Maybe I should, but I never... Uh, in the old days, in the old days, we used to overemphasize that you know we, we were going to solve every problem by using sterilized pruners, and yeah. I never thought of it as being a uh, part. You know, like oak wilt. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure. There's. I just anything. have envisions of going to the hospital, and they don't use a sterile. Yeah. <laughs> so, Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I would sterilize. If you're getting a uh, finger amputated. Make sure it's a sterile. Uh, but so, how would you sterilize your printer? Bleach and water would be my first choice, and then oil them after you get through, right? Yeah. 
Okay. Okay, that's a good tip. Cool. Thanks, Trace. So we got lots of stuff going on. Yeah, let's talk a little <laughs> bit about it. All right. It's a so fun day to be here. We're going to go from left to right. That All doesn't right. help anybody on the radio. No, no, no. We're going from, across but your radio dial. First thing on the left, we have the Sweet Adelines. And they're walking around singing Christmas carols, making it a festive day. Uh, then next to that, we have Nature's Creation. And they're out here. They've brought a bunch of chili. And fritos. So if you want frito mm-hmm. pie, you can do that. If you want a bowl of chili, you can do that. I did that both of them. I bet you did. I see that. And made a donation. And, and yes, it's, it's really good chili. Yeah. Um, and they got a little bite to their, it. Uh, Nature's Creation has, is participating in our donation to the food bank. So they provided all the chili for free. And any donations we get, uh, or they get, or that happen throughout the other events, uh, like the balloon and and face painting all those donations are matched by millburgers and uh so we'll write the check to uh to food bank and i think last year it was pretty close to two thousand dollars that's great yeah substantial then let's see next is going to be roasted corn so that's another one that there are donations for the food bank and that's kind of a neat thing corn Uh, looks good it, it tastes good too then as we come down this way we've got the balloon artists and she's got a, a blue balloon and just cranking them out. I've seen dinosaurs. I've seen Rudolph. Ooh, Rudolph, uh, cool. Yeah, there was a Rudolph. There was a dog. She, she uh, can do just dachshund. about anything, apparently. Then no, we had, now, why did y'all put that balloon thing right here by Milton? I know. You know how crazy He's about balloons. very distracted, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, next to her, we have the face painting. And... Um, She's got a little line there, too. So it, it's a great event for kids. So uh, oh, gotcha. if, you, if you come on out. Uh, Is that why all these stuff, children are here? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> all those things are running until about 3 o'clock. And then as you come back around behind us, we've got the train running. Uh, Roger is the uh, conductor this morning. Tell. It'll change to Abel I this afternoon. I could tell from the parking lot. I could hear so, him. Did you, <laughs> were you here early enough to see him bring Santa in? Uh-oh. No. Santa oh. came in on the train. Get out of here. Did a little tour through the store and then uh, then sat down at his area. So Santa's been busy, too. Uh, Santa we, has been you know, busy. We have the bounce house going. That'll actually stay up uh, the rest of the day as well as... Uh, um, throughout the week and then we have santa here oh, uh, yeah. santa's here till i believe three as well all these things are going to happen today till three and they're going to happen again tomorrow till three with the exception of the sweet adelines that's going to be replaced by the it's te- more of a cowboy theme texas pickers mm-hmm. so tomorrow is our cowboy christmas um and again all those things are still going and we're collecting money for the food bank and yeah. Burgers is matching every dollar. Yeah, that's what's really cool about it. So come on out here to Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road and help uh, support uh, the San Antonio Food Bank. Get your Christmas tree, wreaths, garlands. I mentioned, I asked Trace if that was on sale. That's because all the living container-grown Christmas trees uh, that are, you know, shaped and stuff were on sale. Yes, they are. Yep, 20%. I have a 20 cents right. So yeah. you got you got really a huge choice of Christmas trees. You, oh, you bet. Just, you uh, can, just uh, living you trees. Go to the article uh, in the Express News today. That's we talk right. about That was good timing. Yeah, we talk about the live trees. <laughs> uh, and they're all, everything that I mentioned in there and more is available here at uh, Mail Burgers. And then, then they've got uh, probably the top top three 
varieties of cut country. We, we do. And they're 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 really spectacular. You just get got to get close to the nursery, and it smells like a so yeah western, western forest. Living tree options. We've got topiary rosemary, arborvitaes, uh, Japanese yew, the bay laurels. We've got uh, Japanese blueberries. Then a little more traditional. We've got the Aleppo and stone pine. Uh, cedar diodoras, blue point junipers. Uh, we've got the junipers even spiraled. If you want that, ooh, uh, wow, that's cool. cool. Uh, so great selection Arizona of living cypress. trees. Yep, Arizona cypress. Um, there's just a, a lot of trees that you can use as a Christmas tree, and then get another use mm-hmm. in your landscape. Poinsettias. We do have poinsettias. We've got <laughs> four and a half inch. We've got six and a half inch. We've got some eight inch. We've got some ten inch baskets, and the baskets are on sale, mm-hmm. and they are beautiful. Yeah, um, hey, and as well they, as the six. They inch. look at the live, the price of the live uh, Christmas trees. That's a bargain for. Yeah, a, it is. Yeah, for a tree for your landscape, and so you get you get double duty. Plus a lower price. Then we did get in our uh, new shipment of poinsettia patio trees. So there's oh, about, good. There's, uh, I think, tennis or thereabouts on the red and uh, probably close to that in white. So Okay. So, so Billy brought us one so we could see. Oh, oh my God. They're gorgeous. Yeah, because I said I hadn't seen them on the air. Billy heard that, and he brought We undersold them. They are absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. I mean, Jaw dropping. Yeah. I'm I'm being sincere here. You I, as soon as Billy showed it to me, it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we so get, this big two foot pom pom of poinsettia. I suspect yeah. that's what you're going to give Jerry and I for our Christmas present. Yeah, I'm not yeah. telling you. Uh, sure, picture <laughs> of. Well, we got yeah, uh, we, David Rodriguez <laughs> and I gave a tour of the poinsettia growing range uh, this last week, and I got to see some of the traces uh, or Millburgers uh, uh, tree. Poinsettias, and they were everybody had a fit that were on that tour because yeah, uh, they were one one guy said could he take his poinsettia that he buys and make it into a tree? Oh, and I don't I don't think you can. I don't you know once they once they uh, start that uh, uh, bracts start turning color. I don't believe they have that upright growth anymore. It certainly would be difficult. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be a procedure that they worked out. Yeah, you, you, not, may, you may be able to. It's not, not intuitive. We were told that that, that they yeah. make trees out of the cuttings that come in in January, in July, and they and somebody said they're just. Point said he is on sticks, so yeah, maybe that's no, <laughs> certainly not sticks, not grafted. You know, no. They're on stems. They're on yes. stems, but they're gorgeous. You want to offer it again as the plant of the weekend? Sure. All right, so uh, about twenty of them, ten red, ten white. Uh, again, outstanding. So come on over to Millburgers and get one. Forty nine ninety nine. Forty nine ninety nine, and there is one tagged over there for my mother. Oh, okay. So you know if I'm gonna if. If, if it's pretty enough for my mother, yeah, it, they are gorgeous. <laughs> I would have gotten one for my mother, but Trace bought them all. I'll sell you one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you an employee discount on it. And um, the other thing your, is, your too. Your mother wouldn't appreciate it, and she's in the cemetery. All right. Well, oh, well. Thank you, Calvin. What a lovely Christmas <laughs> thought. Well, it doesn't, uh. <laughs> doesn't bring her back. <laughs> 
All right, so you can call the nursery at 497-3760, 297-3760. If you can't make it out today or tomorrow, tell them to put one aside for you, and they will, and you just come pick it up like Monday or so, or if you can pick it up to, uh, tomorrow but can't get here, and you want to make sure that they, I mean, we pretty much were down to two when we started talking about this last weekend. We just had a couple left, so. All righty. Um, we got a, of course, anybody that comes out here is going to see the cyclamen, too. Yeah. And all, all of the winter annuals, uh, wherever you want color, uh, in the deep shade, there's uh, primulas and there's a cyclamen. They're just unbelievable. You need to see it to believe it. And then you got all of the pansies and snapdragons, dianthus, uh, petunias. What else is that? Oh, alyssum. I, I, left the, I left the primrose on special. Did you? I saw him looking through the three ninety five. Yeah, uh, they're they're I think three eighty eight. Cool, uh, beautiful plants, and they're all in bloom. Or and not all, but they're mostly in bloom. They're just just unbelievable for uh, kind of an intimate little containers or a bed right by the in the deep shade. They got to be in the shade, but in the pad by the patio or by the back door, front door, and uh, they really attract the attention. Unbelievable. The color is just it's like. Uh, just waxy, intense colors, and blue, red, yellow, every one you can think of. There's even a brown. I've seen the brown ones that are That's after the freeze, yeah. Oh, is that, is that where I saw that? <laughs> hey, we got to take a quick break while we do. Give us a call at 210-308-8867. Uh, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery. It's the annual open house on 930 a.m. The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bullvardy Road. Hope you're coming out to Millburgers to enjoy the big annual open house celebration for the holidays at Millburgers. Let me tell you what else is going on here right now. First off, you're going to find the most beautiful Christmas trees in San Antonio. Noble firs, Nordman firs, Fraser firs, the number one most popular tree in America. All the trees are selected for their excellent needle retention and shape. Every tree is fresh cut and displayed in water to maintain superior freshness. They're available in 5 foot tall to 13 foot tall. And there's a great selection right here at Millburgers. You'll find those and you're going to find some other great items on sale that just scream Christmas, like living container grown Christmas trees. Now, these are absolutely gorgeous trees and you can use them after the holidays for whatever you'd like. So it gives you double bang for the buck. You'll save 20% on those. You'll save on poinsettias, Christmas cactus, pansies, cyclamen and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Are you an answer seeker? Join the club today. Find the link to join at the top of the page at 930amtheanswer.com. When you join, you'll also be part of the birthday club. We'll celebrate your special day with a gift basket waiting for you at Southwest Exteriors, an oil change from Belden Automotive, and a 12-piece box of ganaches, truffles, creams, or caramels from Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Join today at 930amtheanswer.com. Sponsored by Belden Automotive, Southwest Exteriors, and Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone 
forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Robert Mugabe, the strongman of Zimbabwe for the last 37 years, has finally fallen from power. Although he was seen as a liberator when he toppled the government of Rhodesia in 1980, he quickly became the de facto dictator, ultimately killing at least 20,000 people from just a single opposing tribe. Several Western universities nonetheless awarded honorary degrees to Mugabe in the mid-80s, only to rescind them when his genocide became apparent. Brett Stevens of the Wall Street Journal rightly affirms that the left must be held to account. Stevens says, and I quote, Zimbabwe's tragedy is just a fuller version of a post-colonial story of disastrous ideological experiments accompanied by foreigners who cheered those experiments and then looked the other way when they failed. The world's poorest nations, he argues, deserve better than to be the petri dish for Western experts who know too little and a field of fantasy for Western progressives who dream too much. On that story, Brett Stevens deserves to have the last word. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, 9.30 a.m., the answer goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside our radio. We are now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous on iTunes, on iHeart, on our own app, on our website, on conservativeradio.com, on your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. 9.30 a.m., the answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Give us a call, be a part of the show, or come on out to Millburgers and uh, be part of the fun that's happening today. Yeah, we're talking about the living Christmas trees, and I wanted to warn people that don't shop at Millburgers, they're certain living Christmas trees that you don't want to get, that you don't want to buy. Okay. Uh, one is called Elderica pine, also referred to as Afghan or Mondale pine. Uh, for several years, they were, uh, they were promoted as, as a living Christmas tree and uh, did, did well in containers and everything, but... Uh, after after growing them for a while, especially after ten years of growing a Elderica, or Afghan, or Mondale pine, they're all the same. Uh, the thing dies. And they all died at once. Was an amazing thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean after, over about well, four we, or five we, years. Yeah, yeah, we had a big promotion on them. Everybody was selling them as a living Christmas tree, and. Uh, that that's a problem with horticulture things in 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 an area 
the, where where our area is kind of unique, uh, you, you got to give them a eight or ten year old ten year Test. trial before you know all the problems or the problems that won't occur with these trees. So Elderica pine, even though even though it's sold as a living Christmas tree in uh, some other nurseries or big box stores. Do not get those, uh, and uh, we were very fortunate that Millburgers uh, quit selling that. They used to sell that. In my article, I list that, but I, and I also mentioned the acid-loving pines. Yeah, um, I had a neighbor that planted basically a forest of uh, loblollies, loblollies, and Virginia pines, and. Where is he from? East Texas or yeah, southeastern yeah. United I mean, States? I don't know if he got them from the Texas State Nursery or where, but he had a lot of them. And, of course, after three years, four years, they started Turning declining. Yellow. And uh, I told him, and because he didn't accept that at the beginning. <laughs> and then within two years, there was nothing. You know, one of the couple yeah. of those droughty years, nothing was left. Yeah. They do well in the high rainfall areas, acid soils of East Texas. And you have a, you, you probably could have a few that might survive in a uh, river bottom soil for a while. Yeah. Uh, but really, really the test is when the, you have droughty weather. They just yeah. don't can't get any. Now, I don't know if Alderica does well in East Texas or not, but uh, I've heard reports from West Texas that dies out there. Too, oh yeah, just like it dies here. So well, it's famous for its. Inclination to, I mean, uh, in uh, alkaline soil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would imagine it would have trouble in these. Well, Texas. that's true too, and also it's drought time. But also Colorado blue spruces, which if people from the north want to plant a blue spruce in their <laughs> in the, in their front yard, and that 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 won't work either. Now and Leland it, cypress. Yeah, yeah, Leland cypress is just so unpredictable. I. I Jerry and I have just quit recommending it. Uh, some of them, big plantings out at the uh, Fort Sam, you know, they Leland Cypress does well and must do well in California and some other places. They planted just whole walls of it. Yeah. And then it just slowly just died off. Yeah. Not that slowly, but. <laughs> and it's just unpredictable. You couldn't, you couldn't figure out exactly what was killing it. It was. Just didn't like our heat, didn't like our soil, and just didn't survive. I was looking through that. That's that's the problem with having a website. I was looking through Plant Answers the other day, uh, getting my Christmas stuff ready to put on PlantAnswers.com, and I stumbled across the wonderful article that I had written or we had written on uh, Elderica Pie. <laughs> So I've got to take that off of there. Well, I was going to, when you were talking about it earlier, I was going to blame you, you old horticulturists, <laughs> for recommending it because when I got got here, it was real, real, it was it going was well, strong. Oh yeah, yeah well I just, recommended. I fell in love with it and I planted it in my landscape and uh, it works. But uh, did it, it wasn't, die? Oh did yeah. It die? Oh yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> On a, oh, yeah. on a hillside, you know, on, on a sloped area, and I had a perfect drainage yeah. and everything. Yeah, really, what a nice shaped uh, tree. Oh, yeah, it's pretty for the first 10 years. Well, I, yeah, after it's 
Well, the leaves are dead with this. this looks yeah. It gets a leaf leaf uh, blight that uh, knock, knock the needles off. But, I mean, Jerry mentioned the Colorado blue spruce. Now, one I think is equally attractive. It doesn't look exactly like a blue spruce, but it's got a neat color and it's got a neat shape. It's a weeping kind of. Is that Deodora cedar? Yeah, I love that. Deodora. I like that. Yeah. I like the looks of that too, and it grows slow like yeah. Colorado blue spruce does. People say, "Well, the the top freezes out in the cold weather." Now, I I was here when the top froze out, but that was '83. You know, the the real extremely cold temperature. And I think that, and the very top froze out. I think one in my neighborhood went in '89 too. Yeah, and, and the big cedar. Uh, I mean, there were full-grown trees, 20 feet tall, and the very t- t- the growing point froze out. And I think I made the point, though, in the article that even with that, that top frozen out, they yeah. were attractive. They were an attractive tree. Absolutely. With a nice, you know, nice color, nice shape, real interesting. Yeah. Well, but uh, be, be on the lookout for those those three: Leland cypress, Elderica. And if you've got Elderica pie, if you've already bought one uh, from a, from another place, uh, use it as a Christmas tree and don't plant it because uh, it it costs you a bunch of money to get those taken out after well, eight they, or ten years. If they get big, yeah. After they get big. Uh, also, we were talking about things at the nursery. I, I don't know if y'all have noticed those uh, hanging baskets of uh, geraniums. Pretty nice. And uh, we've talked about it before. This is the ideal time of the year to grow geraniums. Uh, people all, all the time buy them in the summer or, or late spring. All winter, now that we've got global warming, all winter might well, be the absolutely. ideal time. It's the ideal time to, to grow them. And they can take a hard frost. They can take a pretty hard frost, but uh, these in the hanging baskets can be, can be moved in if, you, if we're going to have. I don't, we're not. We're never going to have extremely cold. Yeah, again. yeah. Write that down, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> says that. Well, we had those hundred-year freezes. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, several of them and in the last ten hundred, years. It hasn't been a hundred years. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but uh, those geraniums are pretty, and, and yeah. they're they're. Uh, there are recommended uh, uh, variety, uh, variety called uh, Fantasia, Fantasia geranium. What they, what the Fantasia is, is uh, we just leave, leave ours out through the summertime. Yeah, yeah, they, they're pretty good, especially yeah. if you got some afternoon shade. Yeah, the morning sun is uh, perfect, and they uh, they don't they don't look as good as they do this time of the year in the oh, summertime. Yeah. But they hang on. They keep a few blooms on, and the foliage looks good. You keep. I got to keep them watered, of course. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a nice choice. Yeah, and they're hanging basket. Mm-hmm. Also, there's some. Uh, we're dealing with our blue bonnets now, trying to trying to get our latest stand up. And I was looking out there. They've got some beautiful plants of uh, ladybird. Ladybird Johnson Royal Blue Blue Bonnet out there. Mm. I'm gonna, uh, we, quote, we should quote somebody. Uh, somebody last week said, "Why would you want a plain old blue uh, blue bonnet?" <laughs> well, this is not a plain old blue. <laughs> <laughs> this is a a cobalt blue. I call it a cobalt blue. blue and then bonnet. Jerry also says that it uh, 
produces uh, more bu- buds, more blooms, and more seed. Absolutely, four, so, four times more seed than a regular blue. So if you're if you're looking to create a naturalized bed in, in your spare lot or a part of your your lot or uh, a drainage area or something, uh, get a few of these plants, a couple six packs. Four, five, six packs, and uh, yeah. you can create an insta bed. You have some blooms this spring, and then they drop the seed. Let, of course, you got to let them bloom and mature the seed, and then you'll have a. If you spread them out when you plant them, you'll you'll have that uh, the next year. You'll have them coming back up. And you you really get a show if you put some red. They've got some a red. I call red maroon. They're really maroon. Uh, red maroon uh, in in with them, with that uh, blue and blue and red in there, and uh, plants are wonderful. Now, one thing one thing I'll call your attention to, you know, everybody's talking about uh, lack of rainfall. Uh, this is the ideal time for rainfall to come for wildflowers. Mm. So, because we're having the because we're having this, well, we've just had a long period without, I hate to call it a drought. Yeah. But uh, this long period of time without rainfall, but it's, this is the ideal time that the blue bonnets yeah. and everything germinate. And it, it's, it was dry, it's been dry enough in that I was looking at the Mexican honeysuckle was kind of wilting. Oh, yeah. Uh, so a lot of plants are seeing, they got kind of, they got inspired because of the wonderful weather and the rain we had a few few weeks ago, but they're right out a bit now. But if I'm if I remember right, I think the at least the forecast in the paper said we can expect some scattered showers the next three days starting tomorrow. We need more than scattered showers. We need rain. Well, I'll take inch, uh, I'll take whatever they can offer. Whatever whatever falls. I talked to Steve Brown last night. Uh oh. And. Uh, Oh, and yeah, we we were talking about talking about the weather. It's not his favorite topic. Uh, <laughs> you talked about it all the time. Oh, he had he had seen a so he doesn't want to talk seen about a plant it. out there at Fair Oaks Ranch that he fell in love with. It was just growing growing really well, and he wanted to identify it. So we were exchanging photos. But uh, I, I mentioned how uh, wonderful uh, the the weather had had been. But I did not. I learned my lesson about harassing him about getting some rain. Because uh, yeah, <laughs> he takes it so serious, you know. Yeah. People beat him up all the time. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up right after this. It's the big annual uh, open house celebration today and tomorrow. Come on out and be a part of the fun at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Back in a moment on The Answer. Hi, 
That's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Hope you're coming out to Millburgers to enjoy the big annual open house celebration for the holidays at Millburgers. Let me tell you what else is going on here right now. First off, you're going to find the most beautiful Christmas trees in San Antonio. Noble firs, Nordman firs, Fraser firs, the number one most popular tree in America. All the trees are selected for their excellent needle retention and shape. Every tree is fresh cut and displayed in water to maintain superior freshness. They're available in 5 foot tall to 13 foot tall. And there's a great selection right here at Millburgers. You'll find those and you're going to find some other great items on sale that just scream Christmas, like living container grown Christmas trees. These are absolutely gorgeous trees and you can use them after the holidays for whatever you'd like. So it gives you double bang for the buck. You'll save 20% on those. You'll save on poinsettias, Christmas cactus, pansies, cyclamen and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery 1604 on Boulevard Road. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save money. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare Care options, it can be confusing. My advice, don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-292-7796. That's 800-292-7796. 800-292-7796. Are you or your child suffering from attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity issues? If so, it's not because of a drug deficiency. Now there's a natural way to address your lack of focus and concentration. Vox's Attend is a natural three-dimensional product designed to help children and adults alike. Attend helps improve attention and concentration. Before you resort to harsh drugs with potential side effects, try Attend today. Thousands of people of all ages have benefited from the great results of Attend. Start enjoying the great feeling and staying focused and on task, allowing you to get the most out of your day. Ask for Attend at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations, 624. Southwest Military in Chopper City Mall and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West and Callahan. We are so confident that you will see results with the 10. We are offering you the opportunity to try it risk-free. Remember, if you can't pay attention, you need attend. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer, and we're happy to talk to you about another one of our sponsors, because uh, uh, absolutely terrific products over there. It's Prusky's Market in Atkins, Texas, and uh, if you're looking to provide a, a good quality food for your guests or your family this holiday season, this is the perfect time to try Prusky's Market right there on Highway 87 in Atkins. Um, and I'm telling you, if you are not used to a, uh, a 
a good butcher shop where it's high-quality meats at a good price, um, then uh, Kruskis will overwhelm you. Uh, they have all kinds of great food and great side products, too. You can put together Christmas baskets, but uh, whether it's the beef or the pork or the bacon, um, the sausage, the potato sausage. I was over there on uh, Friday and uh, picking up, or Thursday, and picking up stuff, and they still have the potato sausage That's out good. there. Yeah. Well, I always think and, of them, and, and you're right, they are basically... Um, a butcher shop uh, with meats, all the great meats. Yeah. And, and you can order anything. Uh, but I always think of them as a delicatessen, too. They've got all the loaves of lunch meat and every kind of cheese you can think of, and they'll cut you the widths that you want and the lengths and everything. And so you can um, get everything perfect for the kids. Just the, what the kids like for their for their lunch sandwiches, yeah, and, and for your, all your visitor get, uh, plates for the holidays. Yeah, you'll find all that at Prusky's Market and knowledgeable people. If you miss the days when you could go to the butcher and ask them how to prepare something, or tell them what you were doing, or get it cut in the in the amount that you wanted, get it vacuum packed. I got the. Uh, the pinwheels without the jalapenos. I went with the bell pepper pinwheels, um, and they vacuum packed and told me how to uh, prepare them on the grill. I got to find that now. But uh, Prusky's Market. Everyone we've steered toward Prusky's Market napkins has come back and, and thanked us for the uh, the recommendation. So uh, if you're looking for fresh meat, if you're looking for great products uh, that um, your family will absolutely love, they'll taste the difference. Uh, We'll tell you more, but next time we talk well, about it's it. fun to bring the kids along. Yeah, it is. They got everything, every kind of root beer you can think of, and uh, I think they still got blue bell ice cream and mm-hmm. uh, all just just some, you know you go in there and the kids are just fascinated by all the uh, the products and the delicatessen and counters. So Prusky's Market, the phone number to call for directions is 904-210-904-2862, 210-904-2862. It's right there on Atkins Road, right, or 87 uh, in Atkins, Texas. Uh, so take uh, 410 to Rigsby uh, or 87 and then turn uh, away from the city, go to Atkins. So it's between 1604 and 410. Uh, right there on 87. You won't be disappointed. For more information, go to Pruskysmarket.com, Pruskysmarket.com. 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. I, um... <clears throat> yes? Yes? I, I, the I suspense. Was looking at Neil Sperry's uh, uh, question and answer deal. And I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to call talk to Neil about mistletoe. I think he must have gotten whipped with a mistletoe branch or something because he's uh, I've got I've got one of his old uh, uh, or his well I say old probably less than a month old on his newsletter. He 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 does a weekly newsletter, and you can subscribe to it from plantanswers.com. It, it's uh, the click on the 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 uh, icon or whatever that's right over the topics of the month, right on top, the top of the topics of the month, it's called Neil's Parrot Garden, and you can get a weekly newsletter from Neil, and he does a good job on them. But a couple of a couple of weeks ago, 
he wrote a deal about mistletoe is not all that romantic. And he goes in talking about uh, uh, all, all about what mistletoe and how poisonous it is. It's attractive to birds and birds die on them and then fly to small branches. What did he say? Birds die on it? From it? Died on them. Oh, diet? Yeah. Oh, Let's okay. Bird died. I'm sorry, died. They died on them. Or died, eat them. And then fly. They're, they're spread by birds. Which which is interesting because he uh, in today's pa- in, in today's paper he talks about uh, uh, he he talks about uh, the, the different kind of trees that have the have the uh, mistletoe growing on them and talks about how to uh, how to take care of them get them, get 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 them off the trees. Uh, somebody wrote in and said, "Do I need to worry about mistletoe?" If so, how can I eliminate it? And then he goes into his uh, uh, discussion of mistletoe spread by birds. They eat the berries, but they keep, they also get on the sticky fruit stuck on their beaks and feet. They wipe the seeds off of their feet and beaks on, and onto small branches while they're perching. Perchity. So since they're on several. Tree species. He he actually lists the ones that uh, they seem to be most did he, prevalent on. Uh, did I wonder. Do? I wonder if you can uh, can, uh, can associate the uh, presence of mistletoe by the uh, how how good they are for birds uh, and wildlife. You know they're on hackberries. Well, mesquite. Mesquite. They're, they they're, can get the berries, I guess, the green. Yeah. And uh, things like that. And then he talks about uh, there's no effective, let's see, the seeds sprout and begin to send roots into the host tree. It's a parasite, meaning that it, it lives off of the tree. But when we're talking about parasite, very few seldom will uh, parasites kill the host because if they kill the host they're going to die because they're not don't have any nutrients yeah for for a year well ever since i got involved in the, uh the horticulture and diagnosing things we've always hedged a bit we say that it uh is it probably uh, weakens some trees but that there's there's no clear evidence that it's killed killed trees yeah out of all the all the reading and that being neil has done he never says that it kills a tree and my my uh observation is a tree with mistletoe looks better in the winter especially the one that the deciduous two of them and especially mesquite you know, mesquite's a ugly-looking tree in the in the winter time, because it loses all its leaves and everything, and it's nothing but bare stem and, and bleeding and. It's got character, though. It's got that horizontal branching. And... Yeah, but anyway, uh, I like to cover that character. Spoke, spoken spoken like a true person from. 
wet Tennessee. You know. <laughs> I, I love to cover cover all that with uh, with mistletoe. So uh, I I don't think it's really it's it's not a dangerous thing. But uh, Neil's talking about if you want to try to get it off. Uh, your best bet is to use long-handled pruners to remove the new mistletoe clumps while they're still on small, small twigs. Uh, do so each winter, and you can keep the tree free of the pest. Once it's established on larger branch, about all you can do is nip it off with the pruner and keep it from growing and fruiting profusely. But it's not, it's not something that you need to to worry about. No, I don't. I've got. Am I on the air here? Yeah, you're on. I've got uh, all those mesquites that are loaded with it. Oh, yeah. uh, I've been there for 20 years, and they were loaded when I started, and they're still loaded now, and I haven't noticed that they're... They're not dying. No. They just survive it and uh, put new leaves on every year and looking good. Uh, It's better uh, than ball moss, right? uh, (laughs) Yeah. I like both of them. Uh, (laughs) and, uh, and And the birds certainly... Uh, like mistletoe. Oh berries. yeah, berries. We're gonna have to write Neil and tell him he's he's anti-bird. You know, we we yeah. we're, 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 yeah, we're wildlife. He's, he's not here. into. Uh, he isn't really into uh, birding for sure. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, I want to remind you, it's Millburgers big. Uh, annual open house celebration here at the nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And there is so much going on. Uh, we've got Santa here, and uh, folks are taking pictures with Santa, whether it's uh, with the kids or just by themselves. We have uh, chili and corn, and you can get those and enjoy them for a donation. So you make a donation of whatever you think is fair, and uh, Millburgers will match that, and that will benefit the San Antonio Food Bank. That chili is a uh, donated through uh, the folks at Nature's Creation, and we'll tell you about more of the, them in a little while. We've got the balloon artists, the face painting. We mentioned Santa, the moon bounce. You've probably even heard the little train that's running by uh, and uh, chugging by is Roger the elf. Um, <laughs> Roger is deadly quiet when he gets right here in front of us oh. because of the people. And yeah. And he's watching them. Watching the train, oh, not, yeah. ri- not driving through there like ever a since. Yeah, ever since he's run over those people, he does. Oh, stop man. it! <laughs> and we also have the uh, Fiesta City Chorus. Maybe you've heard the carols. We're going to talk to them in uh, just a moment when we uh, come back from our break and get you caught up with the news. So, what we want you to do is uh, keep it tuned right here. Write down our number two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, or come on by and visit with us and enjoy uh, the fun. Pick up your Christmas tree, poinsettia, Christmas cat and more at Millburgers. Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., this is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. You couldn't have a holiday open house without caroling, and we've got the uh, Fiesta City Chorus with us, and uh, they provide for the traditional um, open house. They are around the nursery singing and having a great time and brightening up everybody's day. Sally, how are you? Hey, we are just fine. We're having a good time. Millburgers is such a treat. It really is. It's absolutely gorgeous, and you guys make it even better with all the, the singing and the caroling. And do people join you, too? Yes, they do. Oh, that's yes, so Yes, they cool. do. We coax them in. <laughs> they, they sometimes mix up the words and say, oh, no, no, I can't uh, sing, and everybody knows How come you never bells. let Milton sing with you, then? Oh, they would. Oh, oh, oh. I, I'm just shy. Uh, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Sally, for those who don't know, tell us what the Fiesta City Chorus is. Fiesta City Chorus, we're a, a group of women who sing our harmony in barbershop harmony. We're a cappella, and we travel a lot around the city and the state uh, performing. We've been down to Dickens on the Strand, and we do the Texas Folklife Festival, and we love doing uh, coming to Millburgers every Christmas to sing carols here. And we are available to perform uh, oh, cool. at any time. Okay. How do they get in touch with you for performances or to find out where you're going to be? You can call the phone number 210-655-9507 or you can find us on uh, at uh, org. Okay. Now, let's see. Oh, and, and uh, we mentioned, I was asking you, uh, you're looking for new members, too. We would love to start the new year off with some new additional members. We have a very good time together, and we are a group of about 15, and we would like to be a group of about 20. Okay. So if you are interested, if you enjoy singing, y'all come over. We meet at the Oxford Methodist Church on Hebner Road, and every Tuesday night, starting, I think, what whatever the... Uh, the 16th or the 18th of January okay. again. So, and we always welcome guests. And how how do people kind of go? Well, I, I'd love to do that, but I don't know. I don't know if yeah. I'm good enough to do it. And, and then they come in and they visit and they sing and say, "Oh heck, I can do that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that's the one thing I've learned is just don't don't worry about it. Just uh, you take a deep breath and, and yeah. it comes out. Yep. Um, okay, so um, what else is going on? What else is going on? Well, we this is the first of our Christmas performances. Oh, good. So we are busy throughout the the month of December, and uh, then we make we make plans to begin singing again, probably in February around Valentine's Day. So you'll be hearing about us then. And we in June we will be at the Texas Folklife Festival. Yay. So and you're going to give us a sample now. I'm going to. Well, first of all, we yes. have to tell them how great it is here at Millburgers. Okay, I'll let okay. you do that. And you know what's so great is that the people here are all smiling. Yep. Well, sometimes the little ones on Santa's lap might not <laughs> smile. Parents are, but they're smiling away, and and uh, sometimes we'll sing to them, and then they'll start to grin. Yeah, hey. 
Okay. Now, um, oh, and I was going to ask you something when you were doing that. Doggone it. Okay, it'll come back to me. Oh, I was going to ask you if you want to kind of introduce folks uh, that are with you. Wow. Okay. I know it's a lot of people. Yeah. Okay. Well, we we, we sing our harmony in four parts. Okay. It's four part barbershop harmony, and we have we don't have sopranos and altos here. Okay. We have the uh, very bottom part are there. They are basses. Okay. And so first of all, uh, say hello from the basses. Hi. All right. Now we'll say hello from the next part up, which is the baritone section. Hello. And and then uh, we at the very top 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 part is a harmony part. It's not the melody yet. So we have our tenor section. Hello. But uh, the hands of the chorus, however, are the melody part, and that's the leads. So say hello from the leads. And they are the hams of the chorus. And do they all? Can they all do hello together so we can find out the harmony? Can, would that work? Oh, I'm sorry. Now they got guys. All right, I put you on the spot too. I saw some big eyes. When I, I will get even with you. <laughs> we all rose to the occasion. Okay, so you want to do one more? One more time. Okay. One more song. And by the way, those of you in the audience, if you know the words, sing along with us. Even Milton. <laughs> even Milton. <laughs> Especially. Okay. Uh, thank you, Sally. Well, thank you very much for having us on. We enjoy it. And don't forget, it. we meet uh, every Tuesday night. So make sure you all get in touch with us. Yeah. We'd love and to see you. The website again? Is fiestacitychorus.org, O-R-G. And I've sent the phone number back to uh, the station. So if you wanted to get the phone number to call, it's 210-655-9507. That's wonderful. And um, But if you didn't get that, you call back. To, it's, call us at 308 308-8867, and they'll give you the phone number. Thank you, Sally. Thank well, you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Great job. All right, 210-308-8867. Did you hear me singing? No, I didn't. What? Oh, I was great. Oh, it didn't yeah. come through? It must have been. You must have been great. Because I was harmonizing, because so it's probably yeah, yeah. hard to pick me out of the... Yeah, all not, the, all the lovely... didn't disrupt anything. That's, so, <laughs> that's unexpected. <laughs> all right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867, the poor women. When I asked the question about, you know, could you do it all together, uh-huh. I saw one of the, the women on the right-hand side just, like, eyes. Whoop, <laughs> like, oh, what do we do? And uh, Sally took over and got it done. That was cute. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. We want to encourage you to come on out and visit with us at Millburgers. Uh, tomorrow, too, is the uh, Cowboy uh, Christmas celebration with Santa, chili, roasted corn again, to all to benefit the uh, South Texas um, Food Bank and um, Cowboy Music. San Antonio Food Bank. Yeah, and the Texas Pickers will be here. And uh, we mentioned Santa. And by the way, 
uh, Millburgers is going to match. So when you give a donation for the uh, the corn or the um, a chili, Millburgers will match it. So uh, it's uh, and last year we did real well. Uh, I won't tell you how much, uh, but I'll tell you tomorrow. But this year we're hoping to do even better. So um, come on out to Millburgers at 1604. Uh, bring the kids for tons of fun for the kids, and uh, come on get your Christmas tree, poinsettia, Christmas cactus, wreaths, garlands, cyclamen, all the uh, fun holiday stuff. And the balloons. And you were great, Jerry. That's right. We've got the balloon artists and the uh, face painting. Did you hear Jerry in there? Jerry was this. Out of background. Maybe you heard this. That was Jerry. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it sounded, it sounded good. They said, give us a give us a C flat. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, take any opportunity to show off, won't you? He said, be sharp, Parsons. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what notes I'm hitting, if there are real notes. All right. And Jerry and I wouldn't know. <laughs> no, no, so anyway. All right, 210-308-8867. What's going on? You, you ran away from us. Well, I had to let my mic oh, okay, I know. Uh, free Thank up you. my mic. Did you go visit Santa? I watched yeah, while Santa's he busy. took care of the kids. He, he's rejected by the real little ones, but... Uh, the big ones are into it. Yeah, I told Charles my idea. I do not think it will come to fruition, but putting a camera on the parents that are kind of, yeah, the kids sit down with Santa, and if they're calm, you know, that's that's the first challenge is getting them calm with Santa, then getting them to smile for the picture, right. which is the wicky, 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 Billy, Billy. Anyway. All right, 210 308. Now some some parents just pretend when their when their children are ornery or misbehave they they're trying to pretend they're not with those kids without getting oh, too see. far away you know so they can yeah. watch them but that's kind of funny too uh, oh yeah I'm whose just child is looking that? for the plan oh, yeah. <laughs> all right so two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Well, uh, have, have we got our weatherman at the station today? Uh, I think so. Yeah, let's, let's and, see. And it, it's supposed to turn cold uh, later on today? Let's check the uh, the weather page in the paper, and we'll compare to what else is. All right, 210-308-8867. No, Roy's our weather guy. Roy, I'm sorry. That's okay. But uh, yeah, we can uh, see if uh, we can get some weather from him, and we'll 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 do a comparison. Uh, and can we pick the best the forecast we like the best? Sure. <laughs> Does that work? Yeah. All right. May as well. Huh? <laughs> I'm working on getting Calvin's article that he wrote uh, last week or week before on PlantAnswers.com, so it it should be on there by the time the. The cold weather hits. Uh, Calvin talking about preparing for the cold weather. Freezes. And uh, did a good job on uh, talking about cyclamen and things like that. That uh, uh, I, I don't think they're talking about a hard freeze or a long freeze. Not yet. But, you know, which you brought up a couple of weeks ago, it doesn't matter whether we talk about it or not. It yeah. just suddenly shows up, you know. We we figure it out about the day before what's going to occur. Yeah. So you so it's best to be ready. Uh, we could we could get a a freeze uh, at the end of November and uh, certainly we generally get one sometime in December. So you want to be ready for action and have your coverings and you and some kind of heat source is good to have that available too. 
Yeah, the blankets and those yeah. types of things and the row, row covers. And we got it. Which Kevin talked about in the article. It'll be on plantanswers.com under the uh, topics of the month. We got my webmaster. Yeah, we got everything here. Insulate and uh, yeah, and the blanket. Um, but uh, if you got a you know if you got a couple of mechanics lights at home, you can have them. And you need uh, extension cords. Not everybody's got extension cords that are suitable for outside. You mean there's a difference? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I mean, you sometimes no, no wonder it kills cats and dogs walking across the yard. <laughs> the whole yard is lit up. Are you hearing I think you're generally generally safe, but it's okay. You just want to make sure that they're uh, yeah. The, the the brown ones are usually not the brown. Don't take the one off of your uh, office light. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, and it's, it, make sure you have it grounded too. That, that, that's the main thing. I don't. Okay, uh, <laughs> stop now. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So Roy is getting our. He's uh, gone to the uh, the Answer Weather Studios. Let me th- let, hand me wanna, that paper, and we'll look you, at the back. Wanna, and see. All right. Do you want to? Oh, there it is, right there. And just turn that over, and that's the weather. Do oh, you, yeah. Do you want to wait till Roy says his, and then you do it, or you want to? Well, you let's, do yeah, let's see what Roy usually does. Uh, Roy does a, bang a good up job. job yeah. All right. Well, let's get to him right now. He tells us he's wet, ready. He's uh, put together all the facts and figures. He's looked at the Doppler. He's looked at all the uh, weather models. Uh, and uh, we got him on the line now. Roy McDonald with the weather on the answer. What's going on, Roy? Hey, guys. How are you today? Good, good. We don't want you to be intimidated, Roy. Just, be, Roy is, just because we talked to Steve Brown last night. Roy is not intimidated. And we've got the uh, <laughs> weather forecast in the newspaper right in front of us. Today. Uh, Roy, Roy, Roy is confident in his weather forecasting ability. Yeah. How, how many years have you been doing this now, Roy? Oh uh, well, since you know, a few yeah, years, five now. or ten. Yeah, just a few years now. Yeah, half a dozen years. Half a dozen years. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Don't try to. Don't try to. <laughs> Play mind games with Roy. All right, what you got, Roy? Do you want the paper so you can compare, Calvin? Oh, I just, uh, I, I may remember what it is. Okay. Yes, sir, go ahead. All right. yeah, we need to know when the cold front is coming through and if it's coming through with wind. And rain. And, well, rain. Right, you guys uh, want to know Calvin, a lot. Got a lot going on. All right, so let's take a look. So the cold front, to jump out in front of that, looks like that's going to be later in the week. So let's uh, start with tomorrow. Tomorrow, looking at about a high of 77 degrees, low of 61. There is a 20% chance of some isolated showers tomorrow. Winds about 10 miles an hour, so not heavy winds, but potential for a, a few showers throughout tomorrow. Yeah. Starting off the work week on Monday, low of 65 degrees, high of 80, partly cloudy skies. Goodness. With the, with a twenty percent chance of some showers as well, so it's feeling a lot like Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to wear shorts to work on Monday. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, it'll cool down. It's going to cool down a little bit on Tuesday. Uh, it's going to cool all the way down to a low of sixty-two, Milton. Um, oh wow! But Burn. but it's it's going to pretty much stay uh, stay in that area in that range because I'm only showing a high of sixty-six degrees on Tuesday. So oh okay. Um, uh, looks like uh, it's going to be a little, little, little chilly. Maybe grab a light jacket. And there also is a thirty percent chance of some slight showers. So, uh, gone up ten percent. Yeah, a little bit more chance of rain on Tuesday. Wednesday, high of fifty-six degrees, low of forty-one degrees, with a forty oh, wow. percent chance 
of some rain, uh, 15 like mile an hour winds. Yeah, that's when it's starting to blow in. Okay. Starting to blow in looks like right there around that Tuesday night, Wednesday morning is when the uh, it's going to start taking a bit of a turn. And then Thursday, uh, it's going to get a little chilly, low of 38 degrees, high of 58 degrees. Uh, on Thursday, partly cloudy skies, no chance of rain yet, but uh, that's the coldest day of the week so far until Friday, of course. Friday right now looking at about 35 degrees for the low Ooh. and a high of 62 degrees with clear skies. Slight wind, about only about 20 miles an hour on Friday, but oh, that'll, good. that'll round out your work week. So it's, uh, it's going to may start off a little bit wet. I'll just grab an umbrella and then uh, make sure you grab that jacket around the middle of the week. That so, was great. So with that, folks, you got something better than that. We don't need Calvin. to cover. Well, but uh, Hill Country. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the Friday, of course, of course, it could change by then. But that what we're talking about it might even be lower. So you should be aware that, uh, especially if you're outside and towards the Hill Country, uh, Friday depends, might be your day. Depends on whether you're on top of the hill or at the bottom of the hill bottom or. Hill. So you got you can, can you do any better than that? I think Roy knocked it out no, of the park. I think oh he yeah, did a great he did. Job, he did yeah. Yeah. Woo! Way to go, Roy! <laughs> All right, guys. So, he rose to the occasion. All right, well, let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at two one zero three zero eight. 8867-210-308-8867. Millburgers is your Christmas tree headquarters. We're seeing them move on out and go into homes throughout San Antonio. So come on by and visit with us and choose from a, a great selection of trees, which we'll tell you about probably right now on The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Hope you're coming out to Millburgers to enjoy the big annual open house celebration for the holidays at Millburgers. Let me tell you what else is going on here right now. First off, you're going to find the most beautiful Christmas trees in San Antonio. Noble firs, Nordman firs, Fraser firs, the number one most popular tree in America. All the trees are selected for their excellent needle retention and shape. Every tree is fresh cut and displayed in water to maintain superior freshness. They're available in 5 foot tall to 13 foot tall. And there's a great selection right here at Millburgers. You'll find those and you're going to find some other great items on sale that just scream Christmas, like living container grown Christmas trees. Now, these are absolutely gorgeous trees and you can use them after the holidays for whatever you'd like. So it gives you double bang for the buck. You'll save 20% on those. You'll save on poinsettias, Christmas cactus, pansies, cyclamen and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This is Lance Hobbes. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for the God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments, and Bill of Rights, which we were given from God. Join me and the revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 9:30 a.m. The answer. 40%. If you own an annuity, you could be entitled to 40% more in guaranteed lifetime income. Annuities can be complicated, confusing, and riddled with trap doors. You know that. But did you know you could be robbed of tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars? But one call to JD Melberg Financial could make this simple and easy and help you get 40% more in guaranteed lifetime income. They've been featured on PBS, CNBC, and Inc. Magazine. Their expert analysts will reveal the optimal time to activate your annuity, how you could collect this money tax-free, cut your fees and expenses, 
or how to get out of your annuity without costing you an arm and a leg. Learn how their exclusive next-gen annuity strategies could increase your income up to 40% by calling 800-798-3399 now. That's 800-798-3399. 800-798-3399. You've heard about the amazing benefits of fish oil for heart health, memory, learning, and mood. However, it's important to know that not all fish oils are alike. A poor quality fish oil may contain contaminants and be rancid, leading to unpleasant aftertaste and burping. There's a brand you can rely on, just as medical doctors have for years. Nordic Natural Pure, award-winning and patent fruit-flavored omega-3 fish oil. All Nordic Natural fish oils meet strict European medical standards and are independently tested, documenting exceptional purity and freshness levels. You'll feel and taste Nordic Natural's difference. Nordic Natural Omega-3 fish oils come in a variety of natural fruit flavors, both in liquid and capsule form. Children enjoy the chewable strawberry capsules and will ask for more. And you can get these at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military and 8059 Callahan at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, 9.30 a.m., the answer goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside our radio. We are now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous on iTunes, on iHeart, on our own app, on our website, on conservativeradio.com, on your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. It's the best time of the year I don't know if there'll be snow But have a cup of cheer Have a holly jolly Christmas And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. And uh, Melissa called, but uh, couldn't hang on the line, but was listening and wanted to know what she could uh, do with the cold temperatures that Roy was talking about, what she could do to protect her tomatoes. I don't think it's going to freeze. It's a, he didn't say it was going to freeze. It depends on where you are, like Calvin yeah. said. If you're in the hill country. Um, well, if, if, if it's... If I was in the hill country or in a cold cold valley or something, I'd just cover them with uh, he, uh, some of that... Uh, insulate. Insulate. Cloth. White cloth. Yeah. Because if you hit 32 with tomatoes, depending on where... You know, if you're in a low spot, you might get some damage, but with that insulate, it should it'll, it'll take help care of it. And definitely protect the fruit. Yeah. Any other plants that you ought to think about protecting? Well, if you, if, I think I think that's a clear signal. If you haven't moved your bougainvillea in and your oriental oh. hibiscus and the mandevillas, and the, they should probably should be in. Or there's a lot of people now because of our milder winters that they're I've got them in kind of sheltered locations next to the building and again they need to be covered but the bougainvillea blooms are uh, if it goes below 40 more than one or two, once or twice it's they're going to quit blooming so you either put them in or you protect them and you just don't expect their blooms to 
It shouldn't kill them. Thirty-five degrees shouldn't no. kill them. Uh-uh. But, but you probably won't have any blooms when you get in a few days afterwards. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else. Oh, zinnias. <laughs> zinnias will be on the edge uh, if you got in some in marigolds. So, oh, purslane and and uh, moss roses. I think have already. They're already bitted. Yeah. But. No, you're right. We're right on the edge. Okay, at 35 is kind of. But that—that's what we always. That can be most damaging. These early, say, say it dropped four degrees more than they predicted. Yeah. Uh, and things. Yeah, that would never happen, would it, Milton? <laughs> <laughs> no, not in Texas. Uh, it's fairly predictable. <laughs> and things aren't hardened off. You know, there hasn't been a lot of. Yeah, it's been. Fragile. Like 80 degrees on Tuesday or whatever you said it was going to be. Monday, so, so if you got wonderful yeah, tomato plants, you might you might just have a per- preliminary plan to just uh, use this, the insulate and just or blankets or anything. Just cover them on Friday night and then uncover them afterwards. It doesn't hurt anything if yeah if it doesn't get any, as cold as that's it. a good point. Yeah, that that stuff comes on, goes on, and comes off so easy. Of course, you've got to tie it down, make sure the. But he wasn't talking about high winds. Uh, that's those northers that come in with high winds are the what gives you grief. Yeah, because then blow blows your covers off. And then when, when that happens, you're in trouble. That's sometimes more dangerous than the cold. Oh yeah, the wind is. Yeah, it is. It burns the foliage. Mm. And the the insulate. Uh, my experience is less likely to blow off than sheets, yeah, it's, sheets it's, or blankets. It's, it's got a yeah, kind of elastic band or some type of band around the, yeah, and it's ba- just, uh, the edge. It uh, kind of grasps, grasps. The wind doesn't. The wind kind of moves through it a little bit. But anyhow, if you're ready, ready for it on a Friday would be the day that you may need it. Okay, and you can get those products. By the way, uh, all here at Millburgers if you need them. So uh, we'll talk to Trace a little bit about some of the covers that they sell too when he comes back up. 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Yeah, if you haven't done it yet uh, and you, you've got your house plants and all those types of plants out on the patio for the summer, or during the summer and fall, and you're planning to move them in, especially move them into the house, you want to treat them while you've still got them outside because they're easy to treat uh, for for different types of uh, insects and whatever. And the fire ants are... Oh, yeah, the fire ants get in all containers. All over containers, man. Yeah. Now, if you, if you have fire ants in a container, all you have to do is, is use a, some uh, spinosad, or spinosad, and uh, either mix up a solution of it or just, I, I imagine you could just put it on the soil. Just a and, powder. And uh, water it in or something. And, you you know. If, or any insecticide. Yeah. Acephate works the same way, but acephate, you'll have a lingering odor smell for in the side, inside the house. Stench um, is what it, the word he's looking for, man. <laughs> Even malathion or seven would do. Yeah, that's true. A few, few, uh, a, t- a teaspoon of the powder spread over the, will do, will take them out. Yeah. Just water it in. But, yeah, that, 
you want to do that uh, pretty quick before you you know you don't want to wait until the yeah you want day. it to dry on there uh and like i say you can spray the whole plant with spinosad and uh spinosad or products containing spinosad uh and uh take care of any insects that may be on there you could just drench them i mean i really soak them uh the what your house plant so that you get out in all those cracks and crevices so when you get them in the house uh, you won't be surprised by unexpected visitors and of course uh you really need to drench them drench the plants uh with an insecticide, if you've got fire ants in the containers, which is a very common occurrence. It's not as hard as it sounds. You can just make your spinosad uh, solution in a five-gallon container. It can be real dilute. Yeah, and just, just water quick them. dip. Dip it and let this Well, you could go. dip them, too. Yeah. And, uh, and that, you know, especially if you got, it's two or three days before you take them in. Uh, scale insects and white flies are a major problem in the greenhouse. Uh, if you've got plants outside, now the scale insects you can take care of uh, with uh, dormant oil or summer oil spray. Uh, white flies, that's what's recommended for white flies too, but if I had a plant that was heavily infected with white flies, let's say a hibiscus, I would, uh, if you want to save it, you uh, you need to take every leaf off of it. It's got white flies on it, and a uh, white fly egg. Take every leaf off of it, and then and then spray the uh, stems or the limbs uh, remaining with uh, with a summer oil spray or dormant oil spray to get rid of the scale and white flies. Because uh, and then it'll relief. In the, it, it's probably going to drop the leaves anyway if you put it in the house or a shaded area. So uh, you might as well get those. If you've got leaves with got scale insects and white flies on them, you might as well get those leaves off of there and dispose of them and dispose of the population before you move them into the house. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You've heard us talk about Spider-Man pest control and brag about Warren Remy. We got Warren Remy on the line. Get out of here. Hey, Spider-Man, happy birthday, Spider-Man. I thought, I thought he died. Oh, no, <laughs> wow. another birthday. Uh, <laughs> doing great. How you doing, Spider-Man? Doing beautiful today. I, uh, you know, I had that shoulder surgery kick me back a little bit back after April, and I'm back at it. Got all my guys out working for me, doing my job for me. Everything's going great. Good, good. How the how the rats doing? Are they coming in the house? <laughs> Every day. Every day. <laughs> yeah, Warren. What are what are folks complaining about? What's what's bugging folks in San Antonio this season? Absolutely, absolutely, rats every day. Uh, you know the fire ants, the fire ants in the containers that you were talking about. Absolutely, those fire ants are looking to overwinter somewhere. You know, and um, lots of our customers have those plants on the patio, and they're getting ready to bring them in. And and those fire ants are they'll they'll make a home inside as well as out. Oh yeah. Well, do you do you, do y'all use granules in there, or do you use a drench? We use a drench. 
to get a quick kill. Yes. Okay. Get yeah. immediate kill. Now, if you, yes, uh, I know from experience that Spider-Man also will help you if you've got uh, raccoons, skunks, possums. Everything <laughs> is everything is active right now, and some of them are are probably moving around in your attic. And you got to what they do best is that his crew kind of checks out your situation, makes a plan, and then implements the the plan, and then. The result is that you, uh, whatever that pest was that's bothering you, is no longer bothering you. You know, the worst that's thing in the world you could have a skunk in the attic. Yeah. Oh, oh. Huh? Mm-hmm. If, if you go I, know, there, if you go I don't know. I think a skunk in the under <laughs> under the foundation. Well, is, that, that, that could be yeah. true too. But the worst thing you could do is get a you know when you get a skunk cornered. He's gonna spray you. Okay. So if you go, if he gets in the attic or under the foundation, and you go looking at, looking at him, messing around with him, and it's, he's gonna spray. And it's hard for even disciplined dogs that have had experiences. If there, oh, if, yeah. if there's a skunk under their their house, they just they're it's gonna, just for, hard for they're them gonna to, deal with it. Yeah, huh? it's hard for them to tolerate it. I'm talking to Man, Warren Remy of. Okay, good. I'm sorry, Warren. I tell you what, I have. Had a service tech been working for me about 16 years, and he never ever called in sick. One morning, about 7 a.m., he calls in. He says, "I can't come to work today." So, well, you don't sound very sick. He said, "Well, I'm not sick." So, well, what's the problem? That I opened my front door to leave to come to work, got sprayed by a skunk. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I get on the front porch mm. for some reason. Right at his front door, and he had some yes. real important paperwork that he needed so i went over to his home that evening to switch out some paperwork <laughs> oh my god it got me inside <laughs> to have the whole house stunk oh, oh no. yeah when you get hit like that Talking unless you take a bath in the, or a shower in the front yard it, yeah. it, it, he tried everything he did the tomato juice he did the baking soda he took Got out naked in the front yard. They just oh no, <laughs> that's worse than the skunk spray. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then after you yeah. bailed him out, he was able to uh. go back to work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I almost had to go to the police department. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talking to Warren Remy of Spider-Man Pest Control. So okay, other than that, are, are roaches and fleas and stuff still a problem, or is the cold weather knocking them out? Or well, the the. Uh, the fleas have toned down a little bit. We're getting very few calls on that. Uh, doggone bed bugs are keeping us busy, you know, throughout Ooh, the United wow. States. Yeah, throughout the United States, they're um, they're still at a pretty high level. They about two and a half years ago, they uh, they discovered that the bed bugs had gotten immune to the synthetic pyrethroids, the new chemicals, yeah. and so. You know these uh, these pest control guys were going in there and doing one treatment and doing two treatments and doing three treatments and uh, the the rate of kill was you know five percent twelve percent oh and, Lord. Uh, when used to you know we could do about a 85 percent kill the very first go round but um, but they they wised up they changed some chemistry around <laughs> the new the new products are really working real good. And um, and it's just it's you know the population moving around city to city. We 
when we get a customer and we ask them for their phone number and their area code is Austin and Dallas. Oh, wow. And Houston and Corpus Christi and just lots of people from everywhere moving to San Antonio, you know? Huh. Yeah. Just to, just so they can take advantage of our bed bugs. Uh. <laughs> Warren, how long have you been doing this in Spider-Man? Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, 40, 42-ish or so years, ever since 1976. Yeah. 1976 doesn't seem that long ago. Sure is, though. Uh, but so, so how do you people make contact with you, yep. Warren? How do they get in touch with you for the, to help them out? Well, our girls are answering the phones at uh, 210-656-3721, or they can shoot us an email at uh, com. Check out that, that website there and uh, contact us that way. Okay. And I have not been associated with uh, Spider-Man for his whole 44 years, but it yeah. just seems like it. Maybe mm-hmm. 15 years. I don't know. It could be. Yeah. Seems- yeah. Seems like a great, great relationship there, sir. Yeah, and I, 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 I certainly test his uh, crew and knowledge with them, the mix of <laughs> uh, predators. And I mean, with the pests that I have in my big garden area. All right. Thanks, Warren. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a great weekend. You too, buddy. All right. Uh, that's Warren Remy of Spider-Man Pest Control. Again, the number 210-656-3721. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. We're watching folks enjoy chili and roasted corn. We're watching a line of folks uh, getting the balloon artists. And this is these are not your traditional balloon animals. If your kids want something fun like uh, Marvel uh, superhero characters or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, they are they are excellent over here. We got Santa still doing pictures and more. Look fun. at the reindeer. Yeah, I know. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? Really? Oh, that's Rudolph. Does it have a red nose? I can't tell. Brown. Oh, okay. All right, back in a the moment. Balloon brown. Uh, Nine thirty a.m. The answer. Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bullvardy Road. Hope you're coming out to Millburgers to enjoy the big annual open house celebration for the holidays at Millburgers. Let me tell you what else is going on here right now. First off, you're going to find the most beautiful Christmas trees in San Antonio. Noble firs, Nordman firs, Fraser firs, the number one most popular tree in America. All the trees are selected for their excellent needle retention and shape. Every tree is fresh cut and displayed in water to maintain superior freshness they're available in five foot tall to 13 foot tall and there's a great selection right here at mill burgers you'll find those and you're going to find some other great items on sale that just scream christmas like living container grown christmas trees now, these are absolutely gorgeous trees and you can use them after the holidays for whatever you'd like so it gives you double bang for the buck you'll save 20 percent on those you'll save on poinsettias christmas cactus pansies cyclamen and more at mill burgers landscape nursery 1604 on bull Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, 
cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. This is Dennis Prager, and I know when you find a good dentist, you never want to lose him. That's why I travel to San Antonio to visit my dentist, Dr. Stan Shelton. Learn more about Stan at drshelton.com. That's drshelton.com. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray, and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors, we get the landlord off your bottom line. Breaking news. President Trump's nominee to head of the FBI is pledging to remain free from political interference. Stimulating talk. Michael Jackson's chimp bubbles is now an artist selling paintings for up to two thousand dollars. I like to know who bought a painting by a chimp for two grand. The answer. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. While the merry bells keep ringing. Happy holiday. Mill Burgers, of course, wishes your family a happy holiday. And to make it even more joyous around your home, head on over to Mill Burgers where you'll find the Christmas trees, the poinsettias, the Christmas cactus, and all your favorites, uh, uh, Christmas plants, uh, cyclamen, if you're uh, uh, to brighten up your home, and more here at Mill Burgers at 1604 and Bull Road. What else you got going on in there? We got uh, some, let me see. Okay, you look for that. About the, uh, I was looking at Calvin's uh, dig in now section. He said, oh yeah, uh, and he he talks about uh, fire ants are quick to make nests in plant containers because they are usually well drained and dry quickly. And he recommends acephate. He's the only one can stand the stink of that stuff. <laughs> or or. Uh, uh, the uh, asphalt is a fire ant killer. Yeah. So the fire ant killer, it's a it's a wettable, uh, soluble powder, and can be effectively used in ornamental. Uh, seek one of the organic controls labeled for vegetables for food crops and containers. Uh, and then we talked. We talked. We mentioned blue bonnet transplants a, a while ago. And uh, I want to mention that uh, Millburg is one of the few nurseries that has uh, uh, Lady Bird Johnson Royal Blue uh, Blue Bonnet, and also they have the uh, red, what I call Red Maroon. A lot of people call it red. I call it Red Maroon because it's not a, a really bright red. 
we're trying to get a bright red, but uh, it, that blue keeps sneaking in there, making it a maroon. But uh, we've got trans- good trans- big. Oh, Kevin. There we go. Thank All you, right. Kevin. Thank you. Kevin participating or pers- per getting us some uh, hot chocolates. Oh, it's good too. Yeah, and it, it looked much easier to carry three than it is. Uh, oh, well, thank you, Calvin. <laughs> All right, so back on. But, but anyway, the blue—they got good blue body transplants, and like we were talking earlier, it's it's turned out to be dry. So the uh, uh, the non-irrigated wildflowers, which are all of them, except at uh, wild seed farms and places like that. Uh, are going to be struggling if we don't get some rain here pretty soon. You know what I, I saw? And, uh, significant rain. Um, which I don't think I've ever noticed in the fall. The, some areas, the blue curl was coming was coming up. You know, it's going to the later yeah. wildflowers. And, uh, but I noticed that it was kind of the, the edge of, of uh, irrigated flower beds. Right, yeah. So the water, you know... Water, obviously. A little bit of water makes a lot of yeah. difference. And uh, and we talked about, uh, well, we talked about all this. Uh, expect the first freeze soon with very short notice. <laughs> yeah, that, they don't know when that, when that first hard freeze is coming. Uh, I'm predicting that it won't come till Christmas, weekend of week of Christmas. That's the rain or the, what, or the, the freeze. cold? Okay. That, uh, historically, that's when the, our coldest temperatures are hard. Yeah, we, we, hard, uh, freeze. hard freezes. Of, uh, you, should we make another? Spring. Should we make a pr- prediction, Mel? Well, <laughs> I guess we don't have to. <laughs> no, you can if you want. I'm not comfortable enough doing it. I don't. I don't know my history. What's your prediction? Well, I think I think the the point is that it's could occur almost any time. Yeah, in December. Yeah. I'll go with uh, I'll go with a, w- a week ahead of the I'll go with the twentieth, uh, say the eighteenth okay. or so above December. It will have okay. our first freeze. Mitchell, so, why don't you go with the uh, middle of January? Wow. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm going middle of January. <laughs> it's it, it's happened that late, and that that would be interesting because then we would have oh like the. Uh, Zinnias, the reseeded zinnias that I'm talking about, things like that would be uh, blooming along with the, the winter annual. Yeah. And it would be a complication if it doesn't rain because the, the oh, indicate yeah. the more, warmer weather, and so a lot of things might dry out. And it would also be a complication for the fruit growers, the peach people. Oh, that yeah. that <laughs> Yeah, Kevin, I was How surprised soon you I forgot forget. that. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, last year was we didn't get enough cool weather. We just yeah. got a, a couple of really cold days. But what we'd like is lots of temperatures, uh, 35 and 36, um, this, this year. And that will prepare those uh, peach trees and plum trees and apples uh, for a big crop in the spring. And uh, don't forget planting your spinach, broccoli, kale, beets, carrots, lettuce, English peas, turnips, and chard. 
can still be planted for winter production. He didn't mention rutabaga. That's good. Maybe. Wow. Maybe he's got. What does that, that mean? No, maybe he's got no. I'm that. trying to corner the rutabaga market. Oh, okay. So it's, <laughs> yeah, the, the rutabaga club is. It's got. We're in a conspiracy. Yeah, you watch when rutabaga prices skyrocket. Calvin's yeah, driving go, up go, in his Rolls Royce. Go, go from <laughs> two cents a pound to four cents a pound. <laughs> but uh, Wait, did you have a question that we can ask on the air? Hang on, hang on a sec. You help her out there. What's the question? All right. What else you got there? Oh, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, remember, we've still got good uh, good spinach transplants and uh, and uh, uh, also the uh, broccoli transplant. And uh, I got a, people planted early broccoli. People have planted early broccoli. Uh, are thinking about what should they do with their plants after they've harvested. I got a call yesterday. They said they, they had harvested the main head, and then they harvested uh, some of the side shoots, and they wanted it. But now the side shoots are small, you know, the size of a quarter uh, or a 50-cent piece, and they wanted to know if uh, if they should pull them up and get rid of them or, and plant new ones, and okay. the answer to that is yes. Pull them up. Pull them up, even though even though they're still pulling out some of those side shoots. As far as economics of production in the garden, they're taking up too much space to oh. be producing the, the few shot side shoots that they do. Also, you can get harlequin bugs and all sorts all sorts of. Uh, of uh, insects on those old plants, you know, old plants attract insects. So I, if you if you plant it early and you've gotten the big head, and you've gotten the uh, the second several secondary harvest, then you're better off just to pull them up and plant new transplants. And they won't they won't freeze unless it's extremely hard freeze. Now I'm har- harvesting, of course, a lot of the broccoli getting overwhelmed already, and cauliflower is, is harvesting yeah. cauliflower. Yeah, harvest cauliflower is late. Yes, ma'am. Did you ask your question on the air? Here. What? Oh yeah, they'll come back. All right, ma'am. Cool. Yeah, she, right. she was looking. She was looking at these uh, butterfly yeah. weeds. That's a that's a prettier butterfly, tropical butterfly weed tropical, that I've ever yeah, seen. Milkweed, milkweed. Yeah. yeah, and they're in full bloom. Uh, most of those in our yards don't look that good because they've de- uh, declined. Um, but if you put those in your yard, you, you yeah, get we've mobbed. Had, you get mobbed by uh, yeah, we've had queens. butterflies on these. Yeah, this while we were doing the show. But uh, they're beautiful specimens. I don't know if they're. I don't think they're. They're, they're on sale anymore. Mm-mm. They're for sale, but not on sale. Yeah, they're for sale. Uh, you know what? What? Coming to Millburgers just for that hot chocolate is worth it. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah, very good. <laughs> uh, also, people are wondering about their. Uh, Neil got a question about a. A uh, three-year-old Celeste fig that has produced a large number of fruit this year, and uh, harvested. I've har- harvested some fruit that's already ripened, but there are green fruit still on the tree. I thought you might dispute his assessment there. 
too. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's not going to ripen. Yeah, it's not going to ripen. If you got green figs now, they're uh, just just forget about. They'll them. just be green. Now I take that back. Uh, towards I noticed that towards this last spring, um, that uh, some of the mockingbirds were. Yeah, they get yeah. pick out of them a little yeah, bit, chew them, pack them. So they, well, they, they they don't truly ripen, but they soften a little bit. Yeah, that's what I would worry about ourselves when we we were selling figs. They will put out on fruit at this time of the year, but uh, the plant is not actively growing, and uh, and so it it doesn't uh, it won't take up it won't won't ripen. Is what I'm trying to say. So uh, just just forget about them. Don't don't worry about them. There's nothing. Uh, there is a way that you can artificially uh, ripen figs, but I think that uh, that's during their peak growing season that that you can do that. So uh, the one the ones on the tree now are not going to ripen. Uh, Neil says. Uh, we what? talked about the mistletoe. And uh, how to eliminate grass burrs. What is, what is he talking about grass burrs at this time of the year? Well, he... He um, said it's kind of a lost, lost cause now, but he did mention... He said instead of... I always talk about carpet remnants uh, getting, uh, you know, getting a fair share of the burrs... He, he was talking about uh, a burlap bag with sawdust in it, I think. Yeah. And that would work, too. Uh, and you just... Anything that they can stick to. Yeah, they drag it drag it through. And you just, you're reducing the the population. You're not wipe, eliminating it. You still have a lot of seed for next year. But what it does, it uh, reduces the amount of stickers that are on the dog, get on your dogs, yeah. get on your... Pant legs and and everything, so it's worth it's worth it if you got a carpet remnant or or a burlap bag with and drag it through those areas. I always say your your child with a new Christmas coat on, you know, yeah. and drag them behind the lawnmower. <laughs> They'll enjoy nice. it and they won't realize they're picking up grass for it. Lovely, uh, yeah. The uh, uh, oh yeah. He t- talks about mandarin oranges. Says, uh, "What can I do to help our satsumas oranges bear fruit?" I've had it for 15 years. Does it does it does it need to be pruned? It it looks it looks not it's nice to look at, but no flowers and no fruit. What would you suggest? It's to me, it's- I would suggest even if you have a rootstock. After 15 years, you're going to have fruit. Yeah. So I don't know whether it's in dense shade or whether he's growing a seedling in dense shade. You know, from, from the from the seed, yeah, he, pl- he, pl- he planted a seed. But even after 15 years, a seedling. Yeah, that's that's usually but five yeah, to you seven. Might, I didn't think about that shade, but you might be right about that shade, too. But well, that, that, that was kind of a dilemma. I said my first reaction was... It's rootstock, it's rootstock, but but then it would there'd be some kind of bloom, and uh, 
And then I didn't even I didn't think about shade. I could it could continue to grow, but I think you'd even get a you get few a few blooms, blooms in, even in the, in the shade. I don't know why that. Uh, he may, maybe just the observation produced. is uh, has not been real. It wasn't real accurate. Yeah, and a lot a seedling will go a long time without producing fruit. Uh, so it'd be interesting. Uh, that, that's the problem with Atron. Stuff from in in the mail and what you're what you're looking at what you're getting. I hope uh, Steve Brown's seedlings are not going to go 15 years. I've I've predicted that he'll see some blooms this next year, and it's only six I think six or seven years. How tall is the tree now? Gosh, it's as tall as this. Oh, is it? It's t- oh, he planted from seed, didn't he? Yeah. Oh Lord. And then he was. And he had, you know, I'd convinced him to be real conservative. And, and so, of course, he started arguing with me. You know, I'm not sure that it'll be this quick that it'll have that fruit. And I said, who is this? <laughs> We've changed roles here. <laughs> All right. Listen to way. We're going to begin to wrap up for today. But uh, we're having a lot of fun here. And the activities go on uh, uh, throughout the day here at Millburgers, and uh, mostly till 3 o'clock with Santa and the face painting, the balloon animals, the chili and, and stuff. So we want to encourage you to mark your calendar. If you can't make it today, you come on out tomorrow, and you'll enjoy lots of fun here at Millburgers as we do the Cowboy Christmas Open House. So that's going to be uh, tomorrow. Oh, you mean we'll have to eat some wonderful food again tomorrow? I think we will. And listen to some wonderful music. That's right. All right. We'll say goodbye for today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.